What's up everyone, this is Mike Vegito EX from Konzenshu. What you have here in your feed is not a regular podcast episode. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, this is nothing like what we normally do. What you're about to hear is a heavily edited version of a live stream we did the evening of March 11th. We had no Dragon Ball Super episode this particular weekend, so what we decided to do, because we hadn't done a podcast in a little bit and there was no episode, well, let's bring things together and do our own live stream. We called this something like our story time adventure reading old magazine articles something we've been working on for a while now is the press archive on Konzenshu. i call it a complement to our translation section the press archive is the non-japanese coverage of the series interviews articles reviews editorials that kind of stuff and the way we set up this live stream was hey i'm just gonna read a bunch of old articles we'll kind of chew on them a little bit talk about them put them in historical context get some questions and thoughts from the audience as well and We'll just see where the evening takes us. So we ended up recording for quite a long period of time. I think it was something around like an hour and a half, maybe even two hours uh, by the time we did beginning to end. So that's what I'm going to share with you here. Uh, Bonus episode in the feed. It's not the entirety of it. I'm going to cut things around and kind of random stops while we went off in search of cats and looked for particular issues, that kind of stuff. Uh, but you're going to hear the main meat, the opening stuff with all the magazine articles, reading some of them, some of the questions and thoughts around them, and then just some random questions from the audience. So we'll see what the final edit turns out to be. But uh, that's what I got for you here in the podcast bonus episode. Again, if this is your first time listening to the show, this is nothing like what we normally do. But if you like it, uh, whether it's your first time listening or not, I'd love to hear if, if you enjoyed it, if you didn't get a chance to check us out pay attention to our social media feeds usually twitter above all else twitter.com slash con zenshu k-a-n-z-e-n-s-h-u-u and then if you just take that and add a dot com to it that is our website so enjoy the archive of the stream with these story time adventures and i'll see you next time so this is uh hi uh, a live stream that we're doing uh, because there's no Dragon Ball Super this evening. And mainly uh, I've been spending a lot of money on magazines and I figured we should do something with them other than uh, just archiving them on the website. I guess introductions are in order. Uh, sorry, I'm not Herms. I am Mike Fujito <laughs> EX. I am one of the four people that runs Consensu. Uh I'm the least important <laughs> I suppose of the four of us, I'm the the That's face, funny. the voice. You say ringleader. Yeah, I say ringleader. Uh, I make people work for me for free. That uh, seems to have worked out. We like to call this um, indentured servitude. <laughs> Let's call it that because the other <laughs> word. They don't actually live in our basement. Not the right one. Uh, so we have a section on the website that is relatively new in the grand scheme of the nearly 20 years of the website. The press archive. It's something that I held off on doing for the longest time uh, for a lot of reasons mainly because it was going to be a lot of work. But also, there are the general legal concerns of, hey, you're just kind of transcribing other folks' shit that's been published. But is there like a, uh, I don't want to call it public domain, but is there like a a time limit in which it would be okay to... Of course there is not, because that's not how copyright works. But the way... (laughs) Yes, master. Right. The way that we are doing it on the site is uh, it it came about at the right time. The the stuff that I wanted to share is roughly falling in the 10 to 15 years. (laughs) Julian's on, too. Julian, oh, great. Maybe I can invite him on at some point, too. (laughs) Julian, put on a shirt. Maybe you can join us at some point. No, 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 no. No. Don't. (laughs) All right. Uh, Julian also works on content, too. All right, you're supposed to moderate but not 
interrupt. <laughs> what is your job here? Come on. I'm here for comedy. All right. That's, that's fair. Uh, what was I talking about? <clears throat> 10 to 15 years. That is the rough time frame on uh, when something is new enough that I wanted to include there. Uh, one of the main things that kind of brought it about. Uh, there are some Akira Toriyama interviews in the, the American release uh, release, <laughs> release uh, of Shonen Jump magazine that Viz did uh, a print magazine. Not sure if you remember. Mary, actually, I'm going to send you on a mission. Can you just go grab <coughs> one? Maybe the first one. First one. Of Shonen Jump. They're bottom shelf on the right over there. Oh, Quick service. Oh, okay, fine. What am I looking for? All right. Nothing in particular. I just wanted to show it off. So before Viz went digital... Um, they did a print release of Shonen Jump magazine. Uh, initially, Dragon Ball was in the monthly floppies, and they went to the graphic novel format, and then it went into the print magazine here for a while, starting with the Trunks material. They went all through the cell arc, and then they went back out of Shonen Jump uh, for the Boo arc, the completion of the series. During its time in Shonen Jump magazine, they did some interviews with Toriyama, mm. and these were exclusive to the American Viz print release of the series. So they weren't Japanese original. There was no Japanese source that we could go back to uh, and translate, which is what our translations section on the site is mostly known for. And there were a lot of people asking about these. There was an initial one there in 2003, I think it was, when Shonen Jump launched. And there were some uh, later ones as well. The interview with the Majin, a two-part that they did. I'm going to say 2007, 2008. A lot of people asked about those, wanted citations for them. We were like, well, I mean, yeah, it exists. And if you want us to you know, type you up an answer from it, we can do that. Uh, but we didn't have a page on the site to kind of point you to. It's like, here is the concrete citation. Here is the transcription for it. And we really hit a point where was, this stuff isn't for sale anymore. You can't buy these anything other than secondhand. eBay is your friend. eBay is your friend. Who are we really hurting at this point? So that was kind of uh, the initial guide, the inspiration for it. But then my big thing has always been uh, I have all these old game magazines that have tons and tons of Dragon Ball content from about 1994, uh, really starting in 93, but mostly 94 into 1997 when Final Bout came out on the PlayStation. Like this, That was my fandom uh, in those early days of when I was getting into the series for the first time in 96. It was like, oh, I remember this from my game magazines. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. And I always point back to you. There's this, I think it's six pages, maybe even eight of, I forget exactly which issue from EGM. Do you giant have that? Spread. Yeah, it's um, if on that middle top shelf, there's that black binder because the pages fell out. So if you want to you can probably find them in the front there. Yeah, I read them so much after I got into it's a the printout? series. No, it's not a printout. What I'm saying is I read them so much that oh. the pages fell out of the so magazine. So you have them like in this binder. Yeah. That's my email from Ian Corlett. Oh my god. Yeah. I did that with yeah. um Eric Vale. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson. He was not. I did. I did. That's necromaging. Here's from when Julian did scanslations of uh, Nekomajin. Yeah, Ramble, it is bad that you have three copies of Final Bout. No, actually, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, this is it. And the people want cats. No. Lots, is, of, lots of people want well, cats. The cats aren't coming in here. This isn't it. I'm not sure that it is in that binder. Anyway, old EGMs. That was my fandom when I went back and like, learned so much about the series. I learned about the son of number 18 and Kulilin. Uh, mm -hmm. That was the kind of information that was in these magazines. So I was wrong for the longest period of time. About <laughs> that happened some to me in I high know. school. Yeah. When I was, I brought an America with me to class. It was Spanish class. And I was like, oh yeah, this is uh, Goku. And a friend of mine who lived in Taiwan 
you know, as a child, he was like, mm-hmm. no, that's that's Goku's son, Gohan. I was like, what? It was that magical period between mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z um, in syndication in the U.S. And at that point on, I, I had a new best friend in Spanish class. It just occurred to me that we haven't said who the hell you are. Oh now God. that you've left I'm, the microphone. I'm the mysterious lady. Right. Uh, so if I'm one-fourth of Kanzenju, this is the better half of the one-fourth. So I guess that, in a way, makes you one-eighth. <laughs> That's really you. insulting. I don't, I, don't, I don't like this math. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, um, I'm not I'm not in Kanzenju. I just live here. Right. Uh, Mary, hi. Hi. Yeah. So you ran a site for a long period of time. Temple of Trunks. Um, it's this guy. There. This guy. He lives on the internet. On the internet. <laughs> Interwebs. Well, in some ways he does. I mean, this basement is the internet. Uh, many things in this basement are on the internet. Um, yeah, you're here because uh, you're my wife and you live here. I also have like, I'm not going to say half. That's like really generous. Um, uh, 10%. That's generous 10%. Now, too. Oh, God. Of the material you, you actually, I here. wish we could show like... This wall. I mean, I can turn this at some point. Yeah, maybe. but that would be It's just running out my laptop's webcam, so sorry there's not a 4K stream for you here. We're, <clears throat> we're a little budget at Consensu. So I think that's the inspiration for the press archive was there was a lot of great stuff in those early days that kind of formed my fandom, why I was interested uh, in learning more about the series. It provided an outlet to learn more about the series when there really wasn't anything out there besides Susinshu and... Uh, oh my god, it takes know, me back! Zone Gohan's page with all the MPEG what files. What was that? Dr. Garrow's? Dr. Garrow's laboratory with... All the uh, music, yeah, all the MP2s and the MP3s, right? I mean, we could talk more about that. Anyway, so what I decided to do this evening is I'm going to share some articles, some of which are already transcribed and up on the press archive of the site, some of which I just recently got in uh, and I'm excited to share because some of it's really, really old. And uh, judging by some of the responses I've been getting lately on Twitter in our conversations, uh, there's at least one magazine here that's probably older than some of you that are watching and listening right now. Uh, That's horrifying to me. But we're going to do that. Yeah, so some of these are going to be coming to the website relatively soon. Uh, I have a a rough guide in my head about what I want to share next. Some of them are already up there, but I think what we're going to do is just kind of read some of these, uh, talk about them a little bit, get some of your thoughts, get some of Mary's thoughts, and that's going to be it. So I think if if you got a drink, now is uh, the appropriate time to get ready for story time. Hey, cheers. Uh, Cheers. All right, hold on. I got to reach through. There you go. Link. We are going to start. Let me consult my text file. Make sure I'm on track here. Yes, he actually uh, does have a, an outline. I, I do. I was I'm, really hoping well this was going to be here. Uh, I was hoping this was going to be more freeform. No, oh, it, it's freeform. I'm sorry, like washed out here too. Maybe that's for the best as well. Uh, we are going to start in the middle time frame of the things I wanted to share, and then we're going to jump back in time. So what we're starting with here is in America, Volume Three, Issue Three. This is March 1995. This was, um, I wasn't into anime at this point. Right. Well, let's talk about the time frame for that. March 1995. No, I lied. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I forget how old I was at the time. I think I got into anime in the fall of 1995. Well, that makes sense because 1995 is when Funimation began dubbing the original Dragon Ball TV series. Okay. Right. 
and we got those 13 episodes in Curse of the Blood Rubies, the uh, the first thing. So March 1995, and also think about print lead time. This was written well before then. Uh, Funimation existed as a company, had not produced Dragon Ball yet. There was no official release of Dragon Ball in North America. Ignoring Harmony Gold's first attempt, which Mary, of course, has the claim to fame for her first bringing to the internet many, many, many years ago. Uh, the article I want to read for you Stop here. it. Two of you are four at the time. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I know. Get at least a decade on some of the You guys here. are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to start with, uh, this is a, a recurring article in, in America. I wish I actually had better light over here. I'm going to have to. Do you I want might, me to? I might light? hold it up like this so you can't see me when I'm <laughs> doing it. Just so I have enough light to do it. Uh, this is from the forest, a unique perspective from our manga and anime insider. I guess I'll just read the uh, the bio as well because it's helpful in framing this. As a manager of Manga no Mori, Comics Forever, the largest comic anime merchandise specialty chain in Japan, Takashi Oshiguchi has been involved in the industry not only as a retailer, but as a journalist for more than... For, no, not more. Sorry, I can't read well over here. For more years than he can count. In addition to his many articles, Oshiguchi writes occasionally for Animage magazine and has his own column in the comic trade journal Comic Box. So I think that's a good setup for who this person is. Uh, and Anamerica gave them a recurring article uh, every month. They just wrote on whether in America was talking about Oshi that month, you do an article on Oshi talking about some what random series. What else did you talk about back then? Miyazaki, Oshi, Miyazaki, Oshi, that kind of thing. Uh, so this article is, again, let's frame this in time. This was written for the March 1995 issue on the secret of Dragon Ball's popularity. Think about where Dragon Ball was in secret. 1995. Getting ready to wrap up. So uh, forgive me for reading off the cuff and breathing in between lines because I'm not editing and I have no idea how this is going to go. Idea? Idea. <laughs> Listen. Whiskey. Enjoying myself. Dragon Ball is the leading serial in weekly shonage. I'm going to just do funny voices the whole time, too. Maybe I'll choose a different voice for each paragraph. It's the only way I'm going to get through this. Weekly Shonen Jump magazine, which boasts a 6.5 million weekly circulation, dot, dot, dot. Mm. The largest of all Japan's many, many manga magazines. In other words, it is one of the best known, not to mention best-selling, manga titles in Japan. Since the early 80s, artist, writer, and creator Akira Toriyama has become one of the top artists in the fiercely competitive world of Japanese comics, ranking alongside such manga legends as Katsuhiro Otomo, Akira, and Rumiko Takahashi, Rama one half. Lost where I was, sorry. I can't look to the side when I'm reading as I lose myself. Before he published the first installment of Dragon Ball, Toriyama had already established himself as an irrefutable master manga artist with his previous hit series, Dr. Slump. In case you've never heard or seen it, Dr. Slump. <laughs> uh, lost my place again. I can't do that. It's a comedy about the troubles a little android girl named Arare causes in her. <laughs> Every time Sorry. we get to things, and especially when we get to the fanzines, we're going to have fun time with typos and stuff. I'm going to read them all as they're written. Causes in her utter and blissful ignorance, living with her father-like creator deep in the countryside. All the males and females reading Shonen Jump in those days just loved Dr. Slump. And I was no exception. His cute and creative mecha only served to further the series' popularity. When the story was eventually animated for television, Arare became a national idol loved not only by boys, but by everyone from children to adults. Akira Toriyama's fame became a firmly established fact. As the story following Dr. Slump, Dragon Ball made a splash in the pages of Shonen Jump almost the moment it was published. Eventually, it became so popular, it superseded even Dr. Slump. Why is it when you say Dr. Slump? Whereas it sounds like you're saying Dr. it in quotes. 
Well, I should tell you that in America, at least at this time, um, every time there was a proper name of a series, it was both italicized and bolded. So you really know. Yeah, so you really know. As a story following Dr. Slump, Dragon Ball. Dr. Made Splash of the most popular, became so popular. Whereas Dr. Slump was a heartwarming comedy, Dragon Ball turned out to be an adventure story full of elaborate battles. Once more, boys were enthralled by the innocent yet invincible boy, Goku, and yes, there's a little circumflex over the U there, and his continuing adventures while trying to collect the seven legendary Dragon Balls of the series title while encountering mighty foes and wonderful friends. The quest to find the Dragon Balls is also a journey for spiritual and physical growth as the party needs to overcome formidable enemies and obstacles. This has been a prime reason for the series' near decade-long popularity. A decade, you say? Yeah, a decade, just one decade, huh? Knowing a good thing when they saw it, producers broadcast an animated version of Dragon Ball promptly after serialization began to jump. That's not entirely true. It was a little over a year there. Not surprisingly, it became even more popular than the Dr. Slump animated series has been and is still one of the highest rated animated television series on the air in Japan today. Viewers watching the show saw in main character Goku courage and friendship that had nev- that never faltered. Sorry, adding words. No matter how harsh the training or the danger. More importantly, Goku's nature as the sort of good sport who would cheerfully forgive his enemies. Indeed, even becoming the best of friends. After the battles had ended, after the battles had ended, Sorry, punctuation proved a top charm to viewers. Goku has since grown up, and his children Gohan and Goten are the focus of the show now. Are they really? (laughs) Well then, learn something new every day. But the basic philosophy remains the same. As time has gone by, the Dragon Ball story has extended into space, and the enemies have become inconceivably ferocious. But in addition to the old elements of courage and friendship... Goku and his sons now provide the added dramatic element of a father-son unity. A few years after its debut in Japan, Dragon Ball began to be broadcast in the rest of Asia and in Europe. Reportedly, the reportedly, reportedly. the first 26 episodes of the <laughs> television folks, series kids. are planned for broadcast in the U.S. as well. We'll talk about that in a second. And countries which have had a strong tradition of locally redubbed Japanese animation. Dragon Ball had been popular from the start. In translation, the original manga series has been a huge success all over the world. Everywhere but the U.S., in fact. Bomp, bomp. I hear there are some political movements in Europe against the violent battle scenes in Japanese (laughs) animation. But there are also adults who support Dragon Ball, (laughs) correctly identifying the worthwhile themes of growth and friendship despite, or perhaps because of, (laughs) adversity. Personally, I think the top reason Dragon Ball has become popular in countries outside of Japan is indeed the fast-moving combat. Sorry, I'm trying to act here as well. It's not working. Hyperkinetic battle animation is a hallmark of anime, after all. But Dragon Ball also teaches values that are more important than fights. Shouldn't a show such as this transcend international borders? See you next month from the forest. So that is the article. That was, it looks That shorter. was so hilarious. Anyways, this is... How long it is, and it felt like an eternity reading that. It felt like an eternity. Sorry, Mike. Horrified of some of the longer articles that I chose. Maybe we'll have to jump around there. So something that um, in the press I've 
press archive, you can go check out uh, Protoculture Addicts. Uh, Funimation got in touch with them and did some advertorial content. Uh, in 1995, they did plan on doing 26 episodes of the Dragon Ball TV series. But that uh, wouldn't have made any sense. Well, it would That would have like just stopped right in the middle of... No, it would have gotten us through the tournament. Really? I think so. I say, as someone who runs a website, that could... <laughs> Go check. You are a fraud. Episode numbers. Anyway, that was the plan. I mean, maybe they would cut stuff. I don't know. That was the plan. Uh, they had episode titles and summaries for all of those uh, character names and everything. So definitely go check out the press archive and look for the Pro- Protoculture Addicts. I think it's the second one uh, that we have listed there on the site. Uh, you can see what Funimation's plans were at that time and what they got through and didn't get through. And there you go. So what do you think about that article, Mary, from March 1995? <laughs> it was crazy kind of putting it into context of the time just... The fact that they were harping on like things um, related to like censorship. It seems so quaint. Mm -hmm. And the fact that and and this is so like disheartening, um, given the fact that I like the show for certain aspects, but not this one. We think it'll succeed internationally because of the fights. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Fights. There are fights. Um, fights. They happen. I, I guess they're not wrong. I guess that's why it helped uh, succeed here. I mean, that's a good... I don't know, time capsule? I'm just reading ahead and deciding what I'm going to cut from the next article here. Because reading that much is... It's hard. Kind of a pain. Yeah. Reading is hard, guys. Reading is hard. So we're going to stick with Anne America. We're actually going to stick in 1995. I had that one! No, I didn't. No, you didn't. It looked like what I had. (laughs) At our recent game night, I received a wonderful donation of Anne America issues uh, from our buddy Scott. Um, Many of which we did own, but many of which I did not already own. uh, And I was able to find... That one uh, and this other one that are uh, new articles that will be coming to the Press Archive. This one, again, from the August 1995 issue of In America. Do you want to help at all? What do we have on the cover? Yamato here. Um, This is the same From the Forest uh, article. Wait, who who wrote From the Forest? This is Takashi Oshiguchi. I have no idea who they are. Also wrote for Animage over there in Japan and ran a store and had a regular column, that kind of stuff. This is called On the Toei Anime Festival. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead in this article because I think we all know what these festivals were. Dragon Ball movies ran as a double feature, if not triple feature with other stuff. I just want to talk a little bit about these. Uh, This is about halfway through the article. Toei's features tend to be the side stories of the Toei animated or live action shows on TV that year. They're also stories that fit within a 30 to 40 minute frame. And so as not to confuse the children. (laughs) Wait, can you read that sentence again? So as not to confuse the children. The plot does not conform with the continuity of the TV show. Oh, Japanese animated shows and live action shows change annually, so the anime festival's titles changed every year as well, and thus most of its features are self-contained stories. But then there were shows such as Dragon Ball, which have been going for nearly 10 years. With two theatrical releases a year, you can see how quickly and how easily carefully plotted TV continuity can be breached, and why the TV continuities are therefore avoided in Toei anime festival releases. 
After all, in the main Dragon Ball continuity, notice how he's using the word continuity. This is crazy. After all, in the main Dragon Ball continuity, main character Goku grows up and raises a family. His children grow up and they eventually become the main characters themselves. Like, wow. Learn something new. The theatrical feature is just a short film that comes out every half year, so it can't cover the half-year development in the official story. On the other hand, if a feature just tells its own story, for example, one with Goku still in his childhood, children might get confused. <laughs> Won't someone please sing at the children? Someone please. Theatrical features must tell an original story that stands on its own at the theater, while still assuming that the children are familiar with the developments in the TV show. So usually, the central characters of the feature are those who have been associated with the main character on TV by the time they show up in the theater, and then they might get to face off villains original to the feature. There's a lot more. Not a lot more, but just a little bit more. It was like almost way ahead of its time in, in terms of like internet arguments. Right. This is all stuff we know and is obvious, but people still have these conversations. And just at the time, it's like, duh, this is what these movies are. Don't put too much thought into it. They're thinking about let's not confuse the children. Don't be 25 arguing about cannons. That sweet, sweet canon. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. This. <gasps> oh, is, I love this one. You love this I don't one? know what this is. This is. But a, it has cutie honey on the cover. A brand new acquisition. Anime Nominus. This is the summer 1991 issue of this magazine. Yes, Go Nagai's Cutie Honey is on the cover. Uh, this is going to be page 12 that I'm starting on here. This is a giant feature. Anyway, so I can't possibly read this entire thing because it spans about six or eight pages, something like that. But I do want to read you a couple selections here um, because I was losing it as I was reading and scanning it <laughs> uh, last week, maybe. So it's kind of just an overview of the series itself. What is Dragon Ball? Who are these characters? That kind of stuff. Uh, so this jumps ahead to what we would call the Z portion of the series. Goku is the last member of an alien race called the Saiyans, a rather unpleasant warrior race who respected only power. According to the story, he too would have been rather nasty were it not for the fact that he was injured upon landing. And the person who found him was a kind and gentle sort who was quietly living out his days in the mountains. Totally fine. All good so far. Goku was the last son of a very wealthy and powerful family. <laughs> what? You can start rolling the Superman credits and music anytime you're ready. Who was sent to Earth where he would be safe. Safe, that is, from the forgotten race that was vanquished by the Saiyans. Did I just say Saiyans? I guess because it's a dub thing. Fired! <laughs> Safe from the somewhat more potent alien race, the Namexians. So the Namexians are responsible. Wait, 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 wait. What's the spelling? N-A-M-E-X-I-A-N-S. Namexians. I'm Namekusajin. Like, I can, I can sort of do it. When Gohan died of old age, he left his worldly possessions to Goku. These possessions included a strange yellow sphere, a Dragon Ball. 
There are seven of these globes scattered on Earth, which are identifiable by the number of stars on its wrong its surface. Goku Gohans has four. The legend says that when all seven of them are brought together in one place, a dragon god, Shenlong, is called from null space, and the one who possesses them is granted a single wish. With that wish fulfilled, the spheres are once again scattered all over the world. Since then, blah, 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 Dragon Balls look for their own ends. One other thing. These are not the only Dragon Balls in existence. Dun, the dun, Namexians dun. have gone to war <laughs> over their set's possession on their world. This is crazy. Dragon Ball is also a series populated with shape changers. Oolong, for example, is a communist pig. <laughs> wait, wait. Does it actually say that? Is a communist pig. Ne- next word, single sentence. Literally. <laughs> it was using literally before it was cool? Yes. No. Uh, jump around a little bit. There's some other really great Where did stuff you get this? On eBay for $372. No. I will divorce you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Another significant member of the cast is the wildly attired Kame Senin, the turtle sage, who was also known by his real name, Muten Roshi. Also a title. Sorry. Close, though. Oh, man. What else do I want to go to? There was some other amazing stuff in here. Oh, I guess I'll jump to the end. 23rd Budokai and Onward. The real enemies, though, do not come from this world at all. These are Ma and his son, Piccolo, Ma Jr. They're calling him just Ma? Yeah. Like it's a title? Right. Ma is an ancient evil sent from his homeworld of Namex when his people were at war. These people never claimed to reclaim, never claim, never came to reclaim him, and Ma vented his anger upon the people of Earth. He was imprisoned in a magical container. It looked rather like a rice cooker. It did. It, it was a rice it cooker. It really did. By Kamisenin and his master Mutaito, the strain of which killed Mutaito, Kamisenin was taught the spell of imprisonment should it ever become necessary to seal Ma away again. And of course it does. <laughs> it says that too. You're not just dot, like... Dot, dot, and of course it does. When Ma escaped, he collected the seven Dragon Balls and wished for his youth and power to be restored. With this accomplished, he destroyed the Dragon God. Goku was eventually able to destroy Ma using a noxious magical liquid, the Mystery Water, and his Saiyan heritage. Goku has a seldom-seen Berserker mode in which he is stoppable only by having his tail severed. Ma, in the afterlife, repented his evils and became a force of good on Earth, but not before giving life to Piccolo. Piccolo singled out Goku as his father's murderer and resolved to stop at nothing to gain revenge. When they finally confronted each other in the ring, their fight was long and bloody. Each side used all the tricks that they had learned, and both fighters were brought to the edge of death. Goku finally won by throwing Piccolo out of the ring, but saw that there was a potential for good in him, like his like his father. Goku gave him a magical bean, Senzu, which restored him to his former strength and saved his life. For this reason, Piccolo fights alongside of Goku when his brother Laditsu arrives. Can you spell that for us, kind sir? L-A-D-I-T-T-S-U. I mean, perfectly fine romanization if you just don't understand any of the puns, but they have a voice actors and actresses section here. Goku, Masako Nozawa, Bulma, Bloomer, two question marks, <laughs> Hiromi Suru. Wait, 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 wait. What's what's the year on this again? 1991. Wow. Yeah. Ulang, Puaru, Yamcha, Han, Ranchi. Lunch? <laughs> Tsuru Senin, Piccolo, Ma Jr. Uh, yeah, so there was good inside the original Piccolo 
war on the planet Namex, defeated him using a noxious <laughs> liquid, uh, threw him out of the ring, and Laditsu is here. I'm so glad I did not read this <laughs> prior to the show. Yep. This was hilarious. Yep. You're in disbelief, aren't you? No, I'm enjoying myself greatly. This is my life. I only have a couple left here. <laughs> Maybe we can find more. Some of which is in English, most of which I can't read. This is Animeco Magazine. This is Fall 1996, the number four issue. I believe this is the second or third time, I think the second time, that they had a Dragon Ball feature in the magazine. It's not really a feature. It's actually a review. I love to um, this. Sorry, I'm getting let's, there. Let's try that again. I'm getting there. Of Dragon Ball Z Legends for the PlayStation and the Saturn. Uh, I've previously shared in our Legends Retrospective podcast episode, the Legends review from Game Fan Magazine had her buddy Masako X read it in character, which was wonderful. <gasps> Fantabulous. This is, so this is just a fanzine, this Anime Co. magazine. Uh, the review here is written by Greg Sashimi X Com. You said, Greg, I was going to think you were going to say someone else. What did you think I was going to say? Warner. Oh, no, 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 Greg Warner. Greg Rowe for Beckett. Um, the Sashimi X, we'll give the chat a couple minutes, uh, not minutes, but seconds to catch up here. Uh, who understands what that is a reference to? Mary, you're in charge of the chat. The Sashimi X, who can tell let's, us? Let's give them a few moments. Let's give them a few moments. I'm just going to... Sashimi X? Yes, in quotes. Their name is Greg Sashimi X come, as opposed to what name? Someone in the chat has got to be old enough. Anyone? Anyone in the chat? Anyone? Does anyone know? Uh, no, 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 no clue, no clue. Jesus Christ! It's a reference to Sushi <laughs> X from EGM. Jesus Christ, people! What the hell are you talking about? <sighs> anyway, so Greg Sashimi X, not Sushi X, the nameless writer from EGM, who's actually not a real person. The title shifted from person to person. The resident fighting game expert, who is not a real person, who's whoever decided to take on the mantle of Sushi X. That issue. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> it sounds make-believe. I know it does sound maybe. This was print of the 1990s. Um, you're Sushi X today. Write a review of Super Puzzle. I haven't actually looked at this review to figure out what portion of it I want to read. So this is the unscripted who knows what we're doing portion of Dude, the- Dude, this is what's uh, hip with the internets today. <laughs> what's up, guys? Your boy Vegito X coming <laughs> at you. We're talking about Dragon Ball Z Legends from Anime Co. Magazine. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe, subscribe. and toss some money. Woo! Anyway, that's either the best thing or the worst thing that's ever happened on Consensu. <sighs> Balance, meter, game modes. Let's just read the ending of this because, again, I'm not prepared here. I didn't show up to class with my notes. To sum it all up, Dragon Ball Z Legend does what I feel hasn't been accomplished by the other DBZ fighting games. To feel what it's like to actually fight a trademark DBZ battle. The battles are great and can last quite long. Thank goodness for the memory card. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics bring that DBZ feel in the 3D battlefield is done a lot better than Dragon Ball Z Ultimate Battle 27. Wow, look at that knowledge in you to call it 27. <clears throat> Throughout this review, I did not mention one thing. That is, you cannot do your character's trademark super moves during the battles. I.e., Goku cannot do a Kamehameha. Vegeta can't do his Big Bang attack, etc. This is too modern! That just sounded too modern. Sorry. What? Legends still sounds, feels new It to just feels like recent. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, 96 is recent to us. Shut up. That's the only downfall to this great game. I would recommend this game to every DBZ fan with a PSX. The battles just bring the DBZ feel to this game. Just remember, this 3D strategy or playing animation game doesn't play like your usual fighter game. It doesn't play like your fighter fighter game. (laughs) Sort of like the previous DBZ games without the trademark moves during play and with the loss of the split screen view in the first three SFC, Super Famicom, games. Overall, I give Dragon Ball Z Legends a thumbs up. On a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a 9. Only because you can't do your character's trademark moves. Rating, 9 out of 10. So I definitely wanted to read this. Where was it? Basically, they wrote trees as Tress, and I can't find where it is in the... <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. <laughs> Way to go. <clears throat> I think we have one got. more. I do have one more. This is Look at this terrible Ray Earth fan art. Yeah, it's... Magic Knight Ray Earth. It's so bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't remember it. I don't it was, it's pretty episodes. shtacular. It's pretty shtacular. Good opening theme, though, right? I can't remember. <gasps> the theme song is what so the good. What was theme song for Ray Earth? Do, 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 do. Oh, do, right, do, right. do, okay. do. That's as much as I remember. I don't know the anyway, words. So, Purple Culture Addicts 44. Um, this is what I want to cover here on page 48. <laughs> this is 96-ish because they have all the synopses for uh, Funimation's dub <gasps> as it's getting Oh done. my god, I just saw some GG right there. Yes, this is what I'm getting to. So, this is an article by James S. Taylor in Purple Culture Addicts 44. So this is very early with the Dragon Ball GT. Um, something I actually want to do as a formal podcast when uh, we're not drinking and are well prepared is to talk about the early Dragon Ball GT coverage in magazines. Uh, that was one of the big recent additions to the press archive. Whereas Why this not article, do that now? Uh, because I don't have them all out. There's enough to do a topic about? Yes, there's much coverage of GT. There was in America early on, this, there's protocols. I addicts. distinctly remember yeah. there being, um, <clears throat> they had this article, this column in In America, which was yes. like, um, they would pick four shows, mm-hmm. they would watch it as it was coming out, yep. like maybe the first one, two, three, four yep. episodes, and then kind of um, right. review it. I remember GT had like overwhelmingly positive feedback mm-hmm. at the time, and I remember at the time I was um, just getting into Dragon Ball Z and being like, oh! <gasps> Dragon Ball TG sounds awesome. And then I got a fan sub like pretty One soon after. of the reviewers at the time, the editor-in-chief of In America, Trisha Ledoux. I remember her. Yes, who was uh, one of the early editors on the Dragon Ball manga before Jason Thompson took it over. Yes. So a little trivia for you there. So James S. Taylor here in this magazine, which Mike overall... Mike What's that? Nothing. Okay. Overall <laughs> is uh, more contemporary advertorial content from Funimation. This is one of the other things where they're kind of just writing on their own. I guess let's just read the whole thing. It's a single page. And I think there's some interesting content in here and I get to read some fun romanization. Not content to let Dragon Ball sit with the end to Dragon Ball Z. I'm going to stop that. Those in charge of the animation have forged ahead following elements foreshadowed in the epilogue of DBZ. The final episodes brought the series about 8 to 12 years past the death of the climatic villain Majin Buu, where we find him reincarnated as a poverty-stricken boy in karmic penance for his bad deeds, entering a fighting competition. Goku recognizes his energy signature and adopts him to train him as a future protector of Earth. DBGT picks up about five years after this point. That is accurate. That is true. It took me years to believe that. Yes, Toei says it's five the, years. I'm I'm still like in Toei massive made, denial. They made the show. They can say whatever they want. They made the show. They say it's five years. It's five years. In this timeline, eh. many of the events foreshadowed in the Trunk Cell story arc, which seemed to reveal the future of the DB universe, 
never happened. <laughs> Gohan never became Trunks' trainer. Trunks does not grow into a warrior. The rest of the characters are not dead at the hands of Android 17 and 18. Instead, Gohan has married Mr. Satan's daughter, Beetle, and they have Beetle! a preteen daughter, She's Pond. a Beetle! Gohan's become a studious nerd. Trunks has become president of his mother's, Bulma's, company Capsule Corporation, a dustboard out-of-shape manager. Bulma and Vegeta are still shacked up, having produced a younger sister for Trunks. The main problems the creators of the series faced were making it friendly to a new generation of younger viewers and finding somewhere to take Goku, who had become ridiculously powerful. They solved both in one stroke. Goku's original foes from the first episodes of Dragon Ball show back up in old age and, using special Dragon Balls, you can hear my voice just totally going, <laughs> that disperse over the universe when used, accidentally wish Goku back into being a child. Goku, with restricted powers, now faces the task of finding those Dragon Balls lost in the cosmos. Along with him go his granddaughter Pan, now some years his senior, and Trunks. This layout has not gone over well with many fans. <laughs> After the second episode, all but the three core characters disappear. It is very kid-oriented in its humor. Reverted Goku and the obvious group of leadership often focus on Pan, there's some weird sentence structure here. A character the creators made appealing to a 7 to 12 year old audience in dress and speech. There are some good pieces of humor, but a lot of that is demeaning to the characters, especially Trunks, who, oh, as the babysitting my adult, soul. is along for comic relief. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat that sentence. Especially Trunks, who, as the babysitting adult, is along for comic relief. Give me two Anyone minutes. Anyone who likes the, two minutes. Yeah, come over here and say that. Leering warrior trunks will not be amused. Mary has left the building. One benefit is that since they are not confined to recreating manga into anime, the story moves much quicker. What is covered in the first four shows of GT would easily have been stretched to seven or eight in DBZ. They work out like this. And we have four points here. Goku finishes Majin Buu's training, a fight which allows Pilaf and his bumbling ninjas to sneak and raise the dragon. Goku confronts them and is accidentally made into a child again. He returns to Earth where Pan is foiling a robbery. We get to see everyone's shocked reactions. <laughs> Number two. This one is mostly filled with seeing all the other characters in new age to form, a subplot involving a bungled attempt to kidnap Goku for ransom in the preparations of the Capsule Corporation spaceship. Pan launches it with only Goku and Trunks inside. They land on the first planet, an old West meets alien dictator affair, where they go into massive debt and learn how badly the locals are being oppressed. A robot eats Trunks' Dragon Ball detector and becomes the fourth no party member. Their ship is captured. Number four. They rescue their ship in the process of becoming bloodthirsty terrorists on local want ads. The dictator turns out to look a bit like a version of a cell-type bio-soldier. Not incorrect. The hunt is on to arrest the Saiyajins. That is... Some, That's the end? Yep. That is some early print coverage of Dragon Ball GT from Protoculture Addicts. That's the last thing I'm going to read here. So that was some story time. Mary... You are coming to the Trunks Defense Force leadership. No, I'm position. actually not. Okay. I'm so not. this was the, we're making fun of Trunks and GT topic. It is, it is. About so, do you remember what sentence I had you reread? Babysitter. Show this to the screen. What is the vintage on this? Look at the bottom right corner. Bottom right corner. This is Mary, June 1997. Look at the caption of this fan art. Trunks. Resident Babysitter, Dragon Ball GT, 1997. Mary, 
Mary. June 1997. June 1997. I think everything Calling went it. up to that moment. Well, so your thoughts on... <laughs> this was fascinating. Yeah. They're so wrong and they're so right. That's the thing. Sorry, I'm not going to be right on the microphones. That's the thing I love about these magazines is you can tell when they have a pretty good idea of what they're talking about. And you can tell when they're like, I can't read Japanese. I'm going to make this up as I go. Fuck if I know. Uh, Piccolo was a good guy. Goku saw good. And now he's uh, son of a wealthy, noble family. <laughs> that was. I think I enjoyed that the most. I mean, the way Toriyama's going with Dragon Ball Minus, uh, we're, we're getting there with some mm. of this stuff. But uh, So <clears throat> I got to ask, yeah, how, did, how did you know where to dig out these particular uh, issues? Like what made you think, yeah, there's going to be Dragon Ball articles in these are issues? Well, I had a lot of stuff already. And what these magazines were really good at was... If they are covering something, they'll say something like, see our previous Dragon Ball coverage in issue blah, blah, blah. Hmm. So that was kind of the, the first hint along the way of what to pick up. Uh, some other stuff I did was dig into the archives on Alta Dragon Ball, looking for people talking about uh, magazines and what was you know, contemporary at the time, that kind of thing. Uh, and also a couple things on the archives of Toriyama.org where they were talking about this was published mm. uh, this time. That's what led me to the manga. You can grab it right there, actually. On the It's falling through to the bottom shelf above the In America. Uh, a name that I know people. Is it Robert De Jesus? Is that a name that people know? I know that name. Yeah. Uh, drew this, did cover art, and may have written articles. I was right. It's called Mangazine. Um, I saw this talked about, and I remember it being talked about on uh, Toriyama.org and I think also on uh, Usenet. So uh, I picked that up as well. This is already on the website. You can check out hmm. article here in the press archive. Crap, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. what, what else you got for me? I'm in the hot chair here. Yeah, um, I think that's all we have left. So why don't we leave it open to the chat? Any uh, yeah. questions, any comments? Oh, Jesus. And let's let's not address how freaking old we are. Yes, Mr. Jeff, we were in high school at the time. You, you can stop rubbing that in my face. Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe a little bit. Uh, I remember the first time I met Jeff. I know there are there are children present, uh, Julian. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you said you were putting the kids to bed. Wait, what? Julian's say. He, a few minutes ago, he said he was putting the kids to bed. Oh, okay. I know. And I thought you were going to say, like, because I said I remember the first time I met Jeff, and you were like, no, there's children present. Uh, no, no, no. I'm like, sorry. Well, I was, I was this, on this a thread. This is here. I, mean, I was on a thread. I mean, we totally did make out the first time we locked eyes, but. um, <laughs> Oh, oh. So Josh wants to know who's your barber. Why? Because it's really short right now? Because. Oh, it's Mary's sister. She's why? a hairstylist why? in Manhattan. Why is, why is this the question? Good Lord. Is that a question? I guess if you got nothing else to say. <laughs> Might as well say something nice, right? All right, all right, all right. Okay. Here's a legit question: right, Who's your favorite? You. Who is your favorite new god? It has nothing to do with the topic. I know it doesn't, <laughs> but still, but still, why um, not? Who is my favorite new god? I'm really looking forward to. Is it Vermood, who's the clown? Uh, because apparently he's going to be a nice guy. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what that turns out to be. I want to see the robot dude. How he interacts with everyone. What his conversations are going to be like. Yeah. So I, I think uh, Vermood, favorite new god. Uh, what do I know? So, ready for another question? 
Sure. And he got a DeVita asks, Yes. What magazine had the most reliable and knowledgeable coverage back when these magazines were popular? Overall, it was in America. I would concur with that. <clears throat> um, they did a pretty good job. Um, one of the authors, uh, her name was Patricia Duffield. She actually still has an old, I think it's a GeoCities page. No, it can't be GeoCities because that's down. Um, you can search <laughs> her name. Uh, she still has her old website. She put up transcriptions of a bunch of her articles. Uh, I think all the stuff I have from her is up on the site. But what I really like about her personal site is that she included in her transcriptions the notes that she left for the editorial staff and it would be things about like this is the elongated syllable i'm not sure what credit you use <clears throat> in terms of like director and animator that kind of stuff and she would say like check with jason which i'm assuming was jason thompson at the time um and she would say like oh this is how i'm romanizing this name well just use whatever your consistency is at that point um so i i really enjoyed um seeing kind of like that behind the scenes uh, thing on on her personal website, which I don't know if she even knows is still up. But overall, in America, did a, a really good job. I think I have most of the good stuff already up. Um, in terms of in America content, that I'm going to be publishing. It's a lot of those from the forest columns, um, two of which I, I talked a little bit about here. Yeah, in America is definitely my answer. You seem to concur with that. Looking Absolutely. Back in retrospect, they seem like they did a, a pretty good job covering that. Um, so what made us choose this topic and why did we want to do it live? Um, I figure if I'm spending the money on it, I might as well put it to good use, right? Um, a lot of it is it takes so long to transcribe stuff. Um, I've tried a couple times. Do I want to OCR it and then go back and correct it? I've actually found it's hmm. easier to just simply transcribe it. And I think a lot of you who may be in school will know that when you write things down and you review it that way, you remember it better. So this commits yeah. it to my memory a lot better when I actually transcribe So what stuff. you're saying is that it's purely self-serving. It, it is, but also that transcription, the scanning and then the transcription and then the formatting for the site, it takes so long. And I usually want to do things in related batches, like what you, you saw with the GT coverage that I put up with the, the old stuff combined with the 2003 coverage when Funimation was releasing it. You know, it takes a while to get all that together. And some of these are, they're not going to be up yet, like those from the forest columns. It's going to take a while to transcribe and collect. I've already scanned everything, but it's not going to be up for a while. It's like, well, it's sitting here. I can share it. What's a good outlet for sharing it? Um, I figured this was a pretty good thing. And also, I don't know, just felt like doing it. Mm. Uh, how can I get my friends to like the Japanese version? Put it on. It's awesome. What's the end? Okay. <laughs> um, do donations to Konzenshu help you buy magazines? They can, yeah. I mean, the, the main thing that anything goes to is simply keeping the lights on. Uh, it's an incredibly expensive <laughs> endeavor, just keeping the site running. Uh, for what it's worth, we had our taxes done today. And um, Konzenshu, Konzenshu a plays a role company. in that. <laughs> right. So it's all taxable on Mike front um if you want to make a donation and you want it specifically to go to that that's totally cool um we it's it's tough because it's like we don't really we don't make a profit on this we don't want to make a profit right, on right. this if this is something you like and you want more of it uh, by all means th that would be super cool if you're like fuck i just donated ten dollars and he bought an old goddamn magazine this is what they're doing with my money like I'll give you a refund. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm totally fine with that. Like, I'm, that's okay too. But um, does 
who asked that? I don't. It doesn't really matter, but I, I hope that addresses your I can, question. I can scroll it up if you okay. want. And if you, you have a follow-up comment or answer to that, um, let me know. That's fine, too. Sure. Uh, that was Therese27 who asked that, by oh, the way. Oh, okay. Uh, why am I not on the forum? Me? You, I have, you have, I have a bad... Account. Mary's the backup administrator in case I, the I forum must get blown up. Here's the thing. I should not be the backup administrator. <sighs> you want to know why? For everything. I have a bad history with forums. Mary's got a temper. I do have a temper. You don't want, I have a temper. You you think Mike has a temper? I, think, I have a temper. Um, you don't want to know what I will do if I'm an administrator of reform. So therefore, I stay far, far away. That's why she is. Um, I do. I mean, Mary is a designated survivor. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Mary is Kiefer Sutherland. <clears throat> Any other questions? Um, another good question is: consent to tax deductible? Um, no, no. <laughs> we had again. We had this discussion today with our accountant. Yes. Um, these are these are conversations to be had. Uh, it are. is not. So do not look to us for your oh shit. How do I get in the tax bracket? I need to be donating <laughs> money to Mike. Like, that, that's not going to work in your favor, but it'll work in my favor. I should be reading X Men like the good old days, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So a lot of people are asking, uh, what are your yes. thoughts on the uh, survival arc? Of course they are. Why not? I will tell you my thoughts. No, 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 no. I don't care about your Stop. Yes. I will tell you my thoughts. Okay. I care so little. She does. About the survival arc. Right now you do. It's the these early preliminary fights. You're like, eh, just put it on. I'll, I I'll that's the thing. Emblem. Like I I'm playing Fire Emblem in the background while Mike yeah. has it on. I'm like, if I see some really quality animation, I'm like Oh, Crap, cool. this is 2017. Yeah. Look at Dragon Ball. <gasps> it is so gorgeous. Okay, yeah, I'm back to my game now. I'm answering work emails. Yeah, Mike, you pay attention, okay. Um, Sorry, Heath is texting me. <laughs> so. It is, uh, Julian, you can and text. Julian's texting Julian, me you should text Mike, too, because it Sorry. needs to be all collaborative. My boys are texting me. Excuse me for a moment. I, f- I feel unloved, you guys. Oh, it's, oh. A, it's a cute child photo. <laughs> do we have any other questions? I, I'm sure we do. Sure. Mary's do, not doing do, a good do, job do, moderating do, do, here. Do. Yes! Thank you, Josh. I will go body combat on you. Should Mary kick I will. your ass. I will. I've kicked ass kick in ass. Uh, two times in two days. It hurts. Mm-hmm. I don't feel. I don't talk feel about anything. kicking ass. You jump up two viewers. Jumped up to what? 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 Now here's the, uh, here's the real question: Who would win in a fight, what? Mary or Josh? I have to admit, I think Josh has more real life, like legit real, real training, because <laughs> he could jujitsu my no. I, I would I would not win that. I think I would hold my own. I think I would lose. We're having a strength debate. Would you uh, recommend the Dragon Ball Z Kai Blu-rays? Need more context. Um, over the DVDs? Yeah, if you have a Blu-ray player, I mean, by all means, go for the higher resolution. I mean, the question is always, would you recommend Kai over Z? And my question for that is, if you absolutely in no way will watch the series in Japanese, well, first of all, we're not friends. Second, <laughs> if you... Shut up! If you have to do that, yes, please watch Kai because you're going to get a more faithful dub. Um, I mean, regardless of the acting quality, that kind of thing, the script is going to be more faithful. So when you and I have a conversation about something, we're going to be talking about the exact same scene now, which is not the case how it used to be. Um, so, But if you're going to watch in Japanese, if the question is, would, would I recommend Kai over Z? I mean, well, then you get into the question of, well, from a technical perspective, the Kai Blu-rays are so much better than the current Z Blu-rays. It's like, yeah, but if you Are you, you answering a question with a question? Yeah. 
Because I don't have to commit to anything. <laughs> Adulting. Um, this is how you adult. <laughs> if, if, if those of you who are I, way I, younger than us are wondering like you? how to get through life, you answer a question well, with a question. Feel about life. I feel pretty good about life. Um, but if you're going to watch a series in Japanese, I mean, all things considered, if all things are the same, I would watch Z because the, the vocal performances were at their peak. The music was phenomenal and well-placed at that point in time. Uh, and even with the filler, I mean, yeah, that's that's going to be the tough thing to go back to. Um, do we, if we still have Josh with us, I mean, the, we do. The, the, the right answer is read the damn manga. I mean, that's always going to be yes! what we got to go back to is uh, read the manga. And that, um, that's a great way to wait, introduce wait, wait, it wait, to wait. Yes. At what point are we going to trademark? Is he going to trademark? Oh, we got to trademark. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean we. No, I do not mean to step on any toes. I mean, f- first thing you got to do is uh, figure out when you initially used that. So you have your prior use case. When you're going into court over that, when at what I point does it become fair use? <laughs> That's not what fair use is. It's not. No. Okay. Well. All right. Are there any other questions? Are you paying attention? No. <laughs> Do you guys step into the grand tour? I stepped in it, and then I had to wash my boots off. Good answer. Good answer. All right. Who's All right, Albert. Up? Yes. We gotta give it up to Albert because legit. Albert saved. So let's. We got to tell this story. You weren't there yet. At, what the fuck was the name of that convention? The one that was just here in Jersey. <laughs> it wasn't Anime Next, was it? No. no. Um, oh my God. Albert, help us. It was in May. It was in May of 2016. Whatever convention this just was. Uh, I did podcast interviews with Jason Thompson, who was uh, editor at Viz and edited the Dragon Ball manga release. And also Lance Heskell, who was uh, the marketing director at Funimation for a long period of time. So this, this is a great story. This, this, is, this is a really good story. So <laughs> did the podcast interviews. It's like it's a, it's a big convention. And you remember from when you came at the end, it was just kind of like a big hanger. There were, Anime Fan Fest. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> Um, it was just a giant hangar. There were a couple side rooms where there were viewings and some other panels going on. There was no good place to do a real podcast. I brought my little mixer and two real microphones like, Oh, where am I going to set up? So I scouted out ahead of time. I walked over to um, one of the connecting hotels. And right when you walked inside, there's some seats and a little table. And sorry, checking my phone in the middle of conversation. Uh, (laughs) And then there was a door. It was just like an office space, um, but it was the weekend. So there was no one there. Uh, The lights were on, but they were dimmed. Um, And there was just a beautiful setup with a circle table and a couple chairs there. Like this is the best spot that we could possibly record. So uh, I did Jason's interview there and I'm like, great. When I get Lance, we're going to come back here. So I still have the audio file for when this happened, though halfway through this interview, and you would never know from the way I edited the podcast because I am a freaking genius. If I may quote 1999, Christopher Sabat. (laughs) Halfway through the interview, this lady comes storming down from the other end of the hall. She's like, who are you? What is going on? You can't be here. You can't be here. Who gave you permission to be here? Like, we're with the convention. You have to leave. You you, you can't be here. You have to leave. There's information here. You cannot be in this room. So I'm like, 
fuck am I going to do? I'm in the middle of an interview, Lance. Like, did you keep your cool? Oh, absolutely. Uh, at that point, Albert had shown up. Uh, he was somewhere else. He was helping me drag stuff around. Also, Albert drove me to the convention. He did. Where was I? You went to Philly for the... Oh, I was at I was at a I was at a combat convention. You're at a combat convention, uh, and I left my keys in your purse or something like that. That's right. And you so left I went to go to the convention. I'm like, fuck! You had you literally had no ride. Had you no regressed way. from age thirty something to like an eighteen year old in the span of a half day. Mom, I have no ride. So I think Albert, I saw can Albert you pick on me up? Twitter was like, "Oh, I'm leaving." I'm like, "Have you left yet? Can you drive me to the convention?" So Albert came and picked me up, and because we owe you, Albert, we do. The convention's only like twenty minutes away from where we are. It's like, hey, you swing by, pick me up. Uh, so, and then halfway through the interview, Albert had snuck in. He was just kind of hanging out, and they were like, "You got to get out of this room!" Like, fuck. So we packed up all of our stuff, and Lance is like, "Let's just go finish the." interview up in my hotel room so the second half of the interview actually in lance heskell's hotel room you wouldn't know from the way i edited it because i remembered where we left off and then i just do you remember do you remember what uh episode number that was so people can reference um, it and listen to the editing magic i, I could no i can't dig it up easily enough. it was after 400 and it was like 404 or Wait, we've done. Like that. I say we. That's in quotes. <laughs> yeah, you, we're in 420. You've done 400 of these? 420-something episodes of the podcast. Not live streams. No, 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 no. But that's the way in and the I future. don't want to say well-produced podcast episodes. But hey, there was um, Konzenshi story time. The time that Mike couldn't drive himself to a convention to conduct interviews. Had to have his friend pick him up and drive him. And then help him pack up microphone equipment. Uh, and then that's why Albert got a, a nice question. Um, so I'm pretty sure Albert had an actual question. Oh. In which case I will have to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a reason why I said his name. I mean, <laughs> crap. I can't find it now. I'm sure it was like really good, Albert. I'm sorry. You can text Mike if you want. I'm so sorry. Yeah, for some of you, it might be easier to just text me. Because let's be honest, it's just friends that are watching this right now. That's <clears throat> Friends of the show. Oh, there it is. Okay, okay. wait. Albert, okay, real okay. question. Starting over. Yes. What is your traditional viewing setup for watching Super every week? You're watching it on a huge TV? Yeah, uh, the TV in our living room. Uh, lately, we've been... Waiting for Crunchyroll. Waiting for Crunchyroll because, um, I mean, it's just easier for us that way. And we're either out to dinner or doing something. Super's not at the most convenient time on the East Coast. So we're like... We'll we're just- usually... Uh, Dining out. Dining. Fine dining with your content donations. No. Uh, yeah, we're, we're usually just like, we'll just wait and watch it later. And then it's a case of, uh, by no watching one look at Twitter. By watching it later, you mean it's usually Sunday morning. That's true. We're watching it, and then you're yelling at me, Mary, get off of Twitter. <laughs> Spoilers. Stop looking at Twitter. You're going to spoil it. Yeah. So uh, lately, I'd say the last month or so, it's actually been Sunday mornings that we've been watching Super. Yes, you are all our friends. Sorry. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. You're, you're Every single one friend. of you. Every single one of you. Even the people I don't know. Even the people who don't like us. You're still my friend. I mean I look that. so washed out and disgusting. We're <laughs> so white. We, we don't see the natural light. I'm Jesus, Mike. We were wrapping up. We were asking for final questions. And then I went off on a tangent about how I can't drive myself. Were there any other questions? I mean, we're... Jeff's asking uh, <laughs> okay. uh, Julian a question and it's getting way too meta for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and read the chat. 
Oh. At this point, if it's, if it's just friends having a conversation without us, then I think that says something about what our choice of plans for Saturday night were. Have you guys seen an anime called Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid? I've heard about it. I've seen the name floating around, yeah. I but. feel like I'm not in the know. I need to get in the know. Because <clears throat> yeah. sometimes I'll be at work. You don't know, Gigi. Uh, people have mentioned that, by the way. In the chat, they've they've mentioned, what are your thoughts on uh, the Do You Know GT commercial? I made a parody commercial. We did. It. Not... <clears throat> There was no we. There was myself and Julian who gave me the Japanese title card for it. Uh, yeah, I think it's on YouTube. Someone else put it up. If you search Vegito EX GT parody, I think it comes. It's not the best thing in the world, but it was just kind of like, eh, I'm going to put this together. So that's something to go look for. Um, Yeah, I need some I need some new anime to watch because sometimes at work I'll, I'll work through my lunch break and then occasionally I'll put on a crunch, crunchy roll just to be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere, but I didn't want, I want something to put on. And my cubicle does not face anybody, which is pretty cool. Why are you looking seductively at the screen? Anyway, I need, I need shows to watch. Do we have any, I think people are actually texting me. Julian, what are we going to, a question, come on, Julian, coming in, coming in, in. Julian wants to know. Okay, fine. Hey, who would win Goku or Superman? We know the answer to that, Julian. We know. Proven, not debunked at all. When are we going to do another uh, Dragon Ball panel at a con? Well, when a con accepts us for who we are, which is never. <laughs> no, honestly, conventions have just been at such terrible times. Um, I haven't had the desire to go to a convention since Animazement 2013 because that was kind of the best thing ever. And why would I ever want to go to another one after that? Unless Nozawa was at another con. Right. Um, yeah, also a little bit of it is panels were an amazing thing and a great way to get exposure and spread knowledge. But then mm. podcasts and YouTube came along and futuristic. Mm, just do whatever we want. I'm not at the not uh, at the mercy of a convention. I would love to do it again. I think if there's a, a great opportunity for um, another anniversary or a guest, um, I'd love to moderate a huge panel with some some cool guests that kind of thing yeah that's what i'd love to do but in terms of just going to a con to do a panel um that's fun i enjoy doing it i love that experience uh i just think our, our, i hate to say our time can be better put to use doing stuff online but let's be honest in is some it, it, it kind of can i feel like it can but then again the people who go to panels at conventions probably <laughs> i know this oh, from many comes- years the people who go to panels are either think they know more than you or don't go on YouTube at all and have no knowledge Dude, about generalizations anything. much. Yeah, I'm allowed to make generalizations. Why? Because we're on the internet and That's the internet, a sorry the ass internet excuse. is only for gross generalizations because there is no true conversation to be had here. We're, we are, are we're you bleeding saying, viewers we are, talking we are, about We're talking here. into a vacuum. Do we like Macross? I loved it. Loved the original. So all we've seen is the original series, which you loved. Macross Plus, which is amazeballs. I Jeff loved, made a video to it. Jeff didn't make a Macross Plus video. I would actually like to watch Macross Plus again. So let's do that. I would. It's um, short. And I think we let's started it. watching Macross 7 at some point. And I forget why we dropped it. Um, I know some of the newer stuff is supposed to be pretty good, but uh, I, I, I like old stuff. So I, I kind of would just want to rewatch the original series again. It was it was fantastic. Jaime Show is in it. We gotta rewatch like a lot. Of I can stuff. never remember. Is it Jaime Show or Show Jaime? I can never remember what his first name versus his last name is. This is bad. That's twenty seventeen. I can't remember the dude's name. He played uh, Zarbon initially in C. He was replaced in Kai. Uh, he also played Souser. Okay, so I haven't been 
keeping up with the news, so this question makes no sense to me, but I'll read it to you and hopefully it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense to me. All right. All right. What do you think about the mix up with uh, Toei and Akira Toriyama about the hooded character for the Universal Survival Art? Oh, yeah. I saw there was something about uh, names uh, and who was supposed to be who, but I didn't actually look into it enough. I kind of leave that stuff to Jake. Says uh, that's a Herms thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Jake. He's not on. I know he's not. But he's not. five hours behind. Because he's not here right now. Well, he's probably tweeting about Yu Yu Hakusho right now. He probably he was. We should probably get him on the shear. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So um, do we want to start wrapping it up? I guess we'll do one last call for questions here. They can be random. They We're can just be... like shooting the shit right now, yeah, we which are is fine by me. Yeah, I mean, if you're enjoying it, we've lost, you know, 15 viewers at this point. I don't blame you. It's Yeah, I don't blame you. It's totally cool. I mean, this is not interesting stuff right here. This is... I could dig out more horrible fan art from 1997. Let's, let's really not do that. I mean, Thanks. maybe we should, but let's not do that. I was trying to find my old entries in Ann-America because I had bookmarked them. I know, but let's then I scanned the everything and lost you all your You ruined bookmarks. everything. I'm going to have to literally go through every single magazine, find my bookmarks, and sob... So again, that was just the last call for questions. You know, let people get them in here. Ah, oh, man. I will plug the press archive on Konzenshu. Uh, Heath was uh, gracious enough to do some CSS work to get that in the main navigation alongside the translation sections. I really think it was worthy of that attention. So uh, press archive is kind of front and right, not front and center, front and right in the navigation there. Um, check out the GT stuff. I think that was great content and... Uh, Look forward to more, some of which I read this evening, some of which is already up there. Question. Yes. Uh, from Kevin. Do you think we'll ever make another AMV? I want to. I wanted to make a Yuri on Ice video about um, three so months ago. Everyone else in the world. So did everyone else in the world. And I was yeah. like, I, I I, don't know. I certainly haven't written it off. Um, I, I would love to. Making videos, I always hated the process, the actual process of doing it. And I was in love with the final product, but it was so grueling. I mean, the technology that we have now is insane compared to the technology we had when we were making videos. So much work. I feel like it'd be so much, especially if we were just doing SD material. I mean, back in our day, you couldn't bring VOBs into Premiere. Um, you had to rip them and go through AVI synth. And then you made low quality motion JPEG files to swap out to actually edit with and then replace What's footage. What's the deal now? Like, how do people make AMVs? Do they not do How that? do people make AMVs? They download from Yah and toss them into Premiere. I'm assuming. <laughs> Fuck do I know? I mean, I don't know anything about what people do now because people put screenshots up on the forum. Like, how the fuck do you make it look that bad? I don't know how to make footage look that bad. You're okay. So uh, You're I haven't okay. written it off. It would have to be the, the right idea, the right time. Right, free time. AMVs and Dragon Ball was weird with us for a while. Where I feel like Doug just like owns that space right just, now. It's like why even it. bother because yeah. he's so awesome. We had an ebb and flow, at least I did, with working on Taizen Shui X at the time versus working on videos. We had our kind of prime time from Otakon to AWA that we would, you know, truck away at stuff. But um these days I don't know. I, I think the plan I've mentioned this a couple times. I think when the time comes when the right idea strikes just gonna make something and send it in anonymously and let it go <laughs> anonymously yeah. you're gonna make a fake screen name for yourself did you say screen name vegerati <laughs> sent it in amv hmm. was there anything else that you noticed because i mean we definitely are bleeding people 
We're hemorrhaging. It's okay because uh, we got cats to attend. <laughs> we do have cats to attend to. Probably outside that door screaming right now. But um, um, people want to know uh, where's your scouter? Um, there's actually two right over there if you want to grab one. Okay, okay, problems. guys, for those of you who've stayed this long, that's true. This is the here's some cosplay. I can reenact. I guess my previous avatar because I don't have the DBZ for. Is that the broken one? That's the broken one. Yeah. Thing, Emory, yeah. So this is one of the walkie-talkie scatters. It's not the right color! I know, the other one broke. The cat actually knocked it off the shelf, and this plastic up here is really flimsy. I'm going to see who comes uh, in. No! Why not? Oh, no, no, because then they're going to shit all over the floor. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so this is one of the scatters that came with Dragon Box and Movies, which was 2006? Stop! Again, I have a website. I don't know. I should look it up. Anyway, that's ridiculous. I can't believe it just did that, but I did. People want a pool. Did the pool have a voice? Yeah, and uh, abridged. I know, I know, but I don't remember what he sounded Fuck, like. He was kind of like scrappy. Oh, what was the line? It's a good thing you got him to me when you did. Uh, I forgot. I went. I still have all of my. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if I can pull it up here. All the files when. Uh, I'm gonna find the cats. All right, maybe we can go find the cats while I look for a pool. I don't remember where I would have saved it, but I have those files somewhere when Scott directed me for that. And I felt bad because I was clearly the worst person he had ever directed for a bridge. And he's just like, yeah, that was, that was good. How about we try this? All right. Mary found the cat. I'm, I'm afraid he's going to lose his mind and just like attack you. He probably will. He's just so chill right now. I don't know what's happening. Guys. Uh, Tara, no, that's Jasmine. The found her way in too. I don't think she's ever been in this room before. Where the fuck would I have saved that? Running a search for a pool and not finding audio. I have it saved somewhere. I was going to say, like, I'll listen to it and then I'll <clears throat> reenact one of the voices. Uh, we redid one of the lines at some point, I think, because it was it didn't make sense for it. But uh, that's the only thing I can remember saying. It's a good thing you got him here when you did. Oh, no, no, no. There was one line where I think I had a reaction to something. And it ended up, um, they just did silence, just a silent reaction shot instead. Just a dumb line that didn't make any sense. Or it was just like, ah, something like that. Um, I tried a couple different, like, I'm not an actor, which is, <laughs> I just had to do the voice. And I kind of forced my way in. No, I don't really remember. Um, so, yeah, that's Tales from Recording Abridged. I was terrible. Sorry for ruining the show for anyone who likes it. Somewhere else. People want to um, have us do this more often. Oh, okay. Um, that would be fine. Maybe if you pay for it. Stop. Um, no, but, it, it but, would have to be like the right topic. Got to actually have something to talk about, show off a little bit. We don't want to talk for the sake of talking, which no, we no. are clearly doing right now. Right, right. We absolutely are. Because this is not a like a normal podcast. Is No, I don't have to worry that this is someone's first ex I guess I should worry if this is someone's first experience with content. <laughs> this, is, this is not making us look good. And also, I'm just running this off the, the camera on um, the MacBook. Like, this, it doesn't You want to brag more about how you got a 4K camera at work? At work, yeah. Maybe beautiful. you should bring it home. No, no one, wants, no one wants to see Mike in 4K down here. Although the, the camera lens would probably do a better job of not just being like... <laughs> Neck, you, oh, it's, you it's whippersnapper. No, it's from these headphones. I know it is. Apart. Yeah, falling Again, apart. I don't know you why I'm wearing them. I don't need to be wearing these. No, I think I need to because my hair is thinning so much that it makes it look better up there. I know. Lots of lots <laughs> I of. I know. 
<laughs> I wasn't commenting on you. I'm commenting on people suggesting that we need a Patreon, which I know you were very much against. Uh, yeah, um, that's that's complicated. Mike has too much integrity. A lot of that is the committing to a schedule. This is not our job. This can't be our job. There's four of us. Um, how can there's just so many logistical weird things. Um, none of us do this for a living. We can't do this for a living. You can't sustain coverage of a single series like this at the level we like to do it. If we were crapping out, yo dog coming at you. <laughs> this with, your boy, Vegeta this your boy son. coming at you with, I don't know. Toriyama said a thing once. What do you think? Uh, I mean, yeah, I could do that every day, but who the fuck wants to watch that? All right. That's, but, but, Yes. I would pose if people are making money by doing that. Good on them. I no, mean, they found why the right, not you? They found the Julian's. I don't know if he retexted that thing again or whatever. Why aren't I? Because I be the force you want to see in the world. Oh, that's why you married you, Sappy. <laughs> Yeah. Were there other questions? Is that I don't know. Sustaining itself? Is, oh crap! <laughs> it I didn't even look at the battery life. Yeah, that laptop's not plugged in. Uh, so. you're good. You got 41 minutes. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so that means we're talking nothing for 41 more minutes. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a middle finger again. <laughs> no, I, you get one per per year. <laughs> no, one per recording usually. <laughs> See Pikachu pancakes. Uh, Mike, do you plan on doing any more podcasts like the recent Battle Point Unlimited one? Yes, I do actually. He was talking about that just the other day. I, I have a plan to do it. Um, Jeff, I may actually pull you in to have a side conversation uh, for that special podcast episode. It is another music-related one about a, a band I've mentioned to you, I think, at some point, uh, and the inspiration, what that could be. Yeah. Words. Sorry, like I'm looking down at a different computer that has the exact same visuals as that other computer, except it's horizontally flipped. If I flip things, can I get around the copyright? Is that how this works? <laughs> All right, should we should we actually stop here because we are not doing anything of value at this point? No value add whatsoever. No, what is value add for your live broadcast? Um, it's a great question. What is What's your, your overall <laughs> business plan? <laughs> This is a business plan. It's an escape plan. God damn it. With all this documentation, can can you lift up your laptop and show people the documentation? Well, let's see if I can turn it to the side a little bit. So I don't want to lose the USB connection on the on the mixer. Ooh. It's not the best shape right now, and one of the shelves is kind of falling apart. We bought really shitty Target stuff, and I should probably invest. Whenever I see Doug putting up his photos, I'm like, damn. That's a dude who knows how to build a bookshelf. So uh, what you're saying is get Doug here Doug. so he can build us some bookshelves. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna come fix up my basement? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you, you do. do. Yeah. <laughs> I will cook you dinner. <laughs> Last time we built uh, a piece of equipment from Ikea, we actually did pretty okay. We good. It's like I a, did all the work. The part where I was like, you know what? This is too complicated. <laughs> no, no, let, no. Let me know when you need me to hold something down. So... The previous thing we built was a Target piece of equipment. We nearly killed each other because we're both like really bossy. No, you can't use a screwdriver. Give give that to me. You don't know how to build a fucking shelf. Nonsense. Yeah, this is the bad thing about doing live streams is that people can do screen caps. I considered that. I weighed the... I see. Emma took video. Great. Gonna, <laughs> gonna live forever here on the internet. 
I have no shame. What do I care? No, I don't either. I really don't. <laughs> I make an ass out of myself three times a week <laughs> yep. in front of strangers doing group fitness. What do I care? So for the eighth time, shall we bring it to a close? You got it. All right. For reals. This has been Konzenshu, the live stream nothingness. Uh, you know, we did actual content for maybe 20, 25 minutes and then we did nothing for... We've been doing this almost two hours, haven't we? I don't. I I, I have been making. <laughs> we conscious... do ninety minutes of absolutely nothing. That sounds about right. <laughs> this is usually what happens after we finish recording a real podcast. This is the shit that. And I mean. and we're changing the clocks tonight, so let's make believe it's actually an hour later than it really is. Okay. And so and let's go to sleep. www.kanzenshuu.com. That is Shu. Again, I have. Uh, sorry, I can't be Jake or Julian, but. I am Mike Fujito. You're just your own man. I'm just me. I'm just the one who cracks the whip and sometimes translations <laughs> appear in my email box and I get to put them up on the website with a byline uh, instead of them. But uh, that's me. That was Mary over here. She ran a website for a long time called Temple O Trunks. Uh, I want to make clear that there was a period of probably several years where Temple O Trunks did significantly more traffic than not just Identity X, but probably Planet Namek as well. Just putting it out there. Oh my my god yes thank uh, you for saying that character shrines at that time were i don't know the tumbler of their day I, that that just kind of degraded me sorry could you just acknowledge that i was fucking awesome and you, you didn't you awesome. didn't give me the time of day but that's no, okay I've, i went to this i was like i before i meet this person i should probably have a rough idea of what she does on the i hated her guts <clears throat> You, but I married you, so I guess else. I'm a, a masochist or a sadist. I don't know. So uh, that was Konzenshu's live stream of nothingness uh, <laughs> for about two hours. Again, some some worthwhile content for a little bit. And then just kind of hanging out with us on a Saturday night for, for a while. If you like it, maybe we'll do some more. If you don't like it, we'll probably still do some more. If you really didn't like it, um, I'll go away. Don't harp on it. And I'll get someone else to come on here instead. Jeff. Um, yeah, Jeff. We'll have Jeff come on and talk about Dragon Ball. You remember all the manga, right? Because we did that for several years. You remember all the little details. Do you remember your quiz at the end of the manga review of Awesomeness? Or I believe you ended up with half a point in total. Consentry.com. Check out the press archive. That was ostensibly the point of this live stream to promote that section. <laughs> Jeff says no. <laughs> no. <laughs> promote that section and some of the new stuff coming to it. Uh, at some point in the near future and um, had a good time. Fantastic, you guys. Yep. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here. You could literally be doing anything else. And, and read I, the damn manga. And I encourage you to have been doing anything else other than this. Um, <clears throat> I've been recording the whole time. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe this can be like a, a $50 donation gets you. The, the no, no. Something like that. Uh, it's awful. This was this was like cathartic. I mean, from what I just saw in a brief scan on Twitter, all the best parts have already been recorded. So whatevs. Who knows? All right, we're done. Konzenshu.com. I was Mike. That was Mary. That was covered chunks that has been dropped. And I don't know how else to close the show other than that. Peace out.